Welcome everyone to the second episode of the Dsheth audio experience. This is a video that I uploaded a couple of days back about deep work. Deep work is a concept that was found by computer science professor Cal Newport. It talks about basically doing focused work without any distractions for at least a few hours and getting a lot of stuff done. And before we get into today's episode, go ahead and follow any of the platforms that I currently am on under the label at Dsheth Perspective. On YouTube, I might be called Dsheth because they didn't let me use Dsheth on any other platform besides that. With that being said, enjoy your second episode of the Dsheth Audio Experience. What's up guys, in today's video I will be talking about a practical concept that has a high potential and conversion rate between time and results. As a person who makes videos and researches different things every day, I am able to finish an entire week's schoolwork in the span of two days. And I'm not going to deny that circumstance plays a part when considering how teachers are posting assignments with quarantine going around. but with some posting everything on the first day of the week, while others wait until the day of the assignment. Regardless of what it is, most of my time is spent by spending time with family or researching something. It is not spent on homework at all for most of the week. And the concept that I apply in order to do this is something known as deep work. Deep work, as coined by Georgetown professor Cal Newport, the ability to work without being distracted in a cognitively demanding task. When you're working on this task, you'll be doing it for as many hours as this period will last. When I first found this, it wasn't easy. It didn't sound easy to start with. But in today's video, I'm going to be giving a list of tips that help me attain the level of output that can be generated by deep work. These 11 tips can range from general mindfulness to full-on practicality. But without further ado, let's start. So tip number one, meditation. In deep work, it is paramount that you are calm and focused when you are doing the demanding task in front of you. What meditation does is that it allows you to focus on what you want to do by shutting out other ideas that are spawned from your brain. By breathing in and out, focusing on your heartbeat, or feeling the sensations of how your body moves, you can forget about the unimportant things and then move on to the more important things. Number two, journaling. You might be asking, why should I journal? It's pretty simple. In deep work, you're hoping to accomplish something in that period. Journaling can serve as a means of tracking your achievements in the endeavor ahead of you, as well as priming your mind to be set to working on whatever you need to do at that moment that is highly taxing to you. For me, personally, stoic journaling has helped me identify my aspirations at a better level. Tip number three, practice minimalism in your workplace and room. If you've watched Jordan Peterson before, he talks about becoming more focused on something when there is less clutter. Unless you revel in the mess, I suggest you clean your workplace and room because the less you have around means the less distractions for you. And the less distractions amount to more work done in a shorter period of time. And more work done in that time gives you the freedom you want. 
Tip number four, don't drink coffee or any type of caffeine. Now, this is going to be one of the longest explanations, but I know that the vast majority of people that follow me either drink coffee or boba, of which both have caffeine. Caffeine, as some studies have said, can be healthy in reducing the risk of some diseases out there. And drinking four cups of coffee is a healthy amount per day. While these facts generally suggest that caffeine is good, the truth is, is that caffeine comes with a detriment to your life. Consider this first. Does four cups of coffee suffice your need for every day? Or do you need to drink more to feel better and more productive? See, the issue is, is that our bodies develop tolerances to things that produce high dopamine stimuli in our brains. Unluckily, coffee is one of those high dopamine stimuli. When our brain neurology recognizes high dopamine, it will start blocking the key dopamine triggers needed when working. Additionally, when it does this, you need more coffee to be able to replicate the high you get from it. This is why you will inevitably crash at some point of the day. At that point, you can't do shit. Caffeine keeps you awake for a few hours, and then you will feel the effects of not getting good sleep. Instead of hitting caffeine as your number one resource, try sleeping more hours at the same time and at the right time. Take a cold shower if you feel like crap. That is a better stimulant for dopamine and it isn't as high as coffee. Exercise so you can generate natural endorphins that can help us. Consider the fact that I wake up at 4 a.m. and I'm highly functional after five minutes of just being awake. When I wake up early, I don't drink coffee, and I've done pretty decent without it. Tip number five, have adequate sleep according to your sleep chronotype and circadian rhythm. Now, sleep is important. It is necessary to function in our daily lives, to be able to build muscle, to do work, or even spend adequate time with your family. As a result, following the piece of advice of sleeping seven hours to nine hours a day is something that should be actionable and should be done. But with that being said, it doesn't matter if you sleep six hours a day or nine hours a day, if you don't know your circadian rhythm or your sleep chronotype. To have an efficient circadian rhythm, you must try to sleep at the same time and wake up at the same time every day as much as possible. If you keep shifting your sleep clock every day, it wouldn't be surprising that you have difficulties falling asleep. Furthermore, along with sleeping and waking up at the same time, follow what your sleep chronotype tells you in order to have good sleep. For me, sleeping early and waking early is something my body can do. For you, it could be different. Maybe sleeping late and waking late is great for you. For others, it can be different. In any case, you need to find your sleep chronotype out and to find out how you can just literally go on Google, search up the sleep chronotype quiz, and then take that quiz. From there, you will find a whole lot of information about what sleep chronotype you have. Tip number six, base your working periods off of your sleep chronotype. Finding out about your sleep chronotype serves as the, a means to getting efficient sleep, but the secondary function of finding your sleep chronotype is knowing when you need to do work optimally. Once you have found your sleep chronotype, you can just search up the schedule of the specific chronotype you get, uh, and from there, you'll find a possibility of what to do. 
For me, I do my important work early in the day. But for you, it could be in the late morning or whenever. Tip number seven. Don't eat food two hours or less before a deep work session. Now you must be thinking that I'm crazy, but I'm dead serious when I say this. From 8 p.m. of the day before to 10 a.m. of the day now, I do not eat anything at all. I will drink water, and that's pretty much it. Now while this is counterproductive, the reason you shouldn't eat food two hours or less before a session of deep work has to do with their energy reserves. When you eat, your body requires some amount of energy to be able to digest the food you consume. As a result, your body will use some of its energy in doing that activity and lead to less energy in the activity to come. This factor is worsened by the fact that if you're eating something that is inflammatory to your body, you will not get any efficient work done at all. Whenever I have finished a lot of work, some of it is attributed to the fact that I didn't eat right beforehand. The first seven tips at this point in time are things to consider before that period of deep work. But now I'm going to be talking about the deep work session itself. So to start, tip number eight: listen to music only if it helps you work better. For me, when I do deep work, having no music on allows me to focus better. For you, it may be different. Music may help you work. For this tip. It's more experimental and is different for others. I'd suggest using binaural beats if you are in the between from music and not having music, because binaural beats can allow you to actually focus with the natural waves that it produces. Now, tip number nine: turn off notifications, reminders during deep work with airplane mode on. This one is fairly obvious. When we receive notifications, our brain is signal. To shift a part of our brain towards that notification, and this will result in less focus on your deep work. Additionally, with airplane mode on, you lessen the risk of distracting yourself even more. Tip number ten: Work on one thing in deep work. It is imperative in deep work that you follow this concept, because otherwise you will not finish as much. When doing deep work, you need to focus on one thing. That one thing only. If I'm going to work on video creation, I'll work on the video creation process for the day's work. If I'm going to work on some math homework, I'll work on the particular assignment only with the relevant notes that are required for that assignment. And finally, tip number eleven: do deep work for two to four hours a day. Doing deep work is impossible for the entire day. But doing deep work for two hours, at least, can allow you to accomplish so much. With this script that I have basically made for the video, edited, and did all kinds of things with it, I finished it all in around two hours and thirty minutes. With math homework in past deep work sessions, I can finish multiple relevant assignments at once. And when you do deep work, be proud and accomplished about the things that you. Managed to finish because that allots for so much more free time that you can spend on something that you actually care about besides that demanding task. So, if you're new to this account, my name is Darshal, and this account has at least one video per week, if not more. I talk about productivity, simple living, brain optimization, and work habits. 
Additionally, I occasionally make long videos that are generally more informational, such as this one. If you're interested in this stuff, consider commenting, sharing, and for more of my content such as this video. And for those of us that are willing to adopt mindfulness as a tool, become optimized in the brain, finish an important task sooner. To us I say, greatness is coming. See you guys next time.